Welcome to the Marketing and Sales Podcast. My name is Emmanuel Ejiki. As you already know, I'm your friend and your host. Today on this episode, I've got a very important friend. His name is Gift Simeon. Gift Simeon is an online business consultant. He's done a lot of things when it comes to online marketing, especially SEO. Uh, I wouldn't want to introduce him myself. I would allow Gift to introduce himself as we dive into the show properly. Stay tuned. The awesome. The one and only Gift in the building. Awesome. Awesome. It's nice to see you, sir. Yes, sir. How has it been now? Very well. I've been top of my game. You know, yeah, I to, can see. Yes. Really <laughs> you have to. <laughs> to get, get things going. Yes. So, all right. So, tell us about you and what you do. Right? Tell us about yourself. All right. So, uh, my name is Gibbs Simeon. I'm an online business consultant. So, basically, what I do is that I help small business owners utilize digital technology tools, right, to increase sales, to automate certain aspects of their business and then increase increase sales. So basically, um, I've been doing this for, for 12 years, count if I'm not mistaken, but officially 10 years plus, 10 years, yeah, 12 years, I've been doing that, but officially uh, 10, 10 years, okay, basically that's uh, what I do. So I like getting, I like technical things, okay, I, I, I'm big on SEO, strategy optimization, I've been able to help some brands rank um, their websites online. One of them I did for last year was, um, let me even mention the, the company's name, is uh, the Mobile Spa. So you want to search for, you to search for keywords like a Mobile Spa in Lagos, or Spa Services in Lagos, or Full Body Massage in Lagos. These are the keywords I use to optimize our website. I also designed the website too. So I also designed websites. So I've done websites for personal brands, for corporate organizations, build e-commerce websites, uh, name it, church website, and all that. So basically do all of those things. So do you want to reach out to me? The first point of call is usually my social media platform at simeon.gift. Uh, that's uh, my Instagram handle. And then on Facebook is um, facebook.com forward slash simeongift, uh, uh, the name. And then my website is simeongift.com. Okay. So basically, that's what I do. All right. So today we're going to talk about... Um marketing and of course if you look at the way things are going of course this is 2023 a lot of businesses today uh, are looking at how they can get things right online why some people uh, have been doing that a lot of people have not been doing that so so we're going to be discussing that the online space um, what can businesses do especially small business owners now let's get started um covid came i think that was 2020 january 2020 which yes made a lot of people to start thinking online even people who do not know anything about online before they don't even do anything online business everything they do is offline right covid came a lot of people who doesn't understand what zoom is all about for those of us that do training you begin to hear is it Zoom we are doing it or we? I'm like, you don't understand what Zoom was like a few months back, but they say, ah, oh, that's what we use now, right? Yeah. So, um, COVID came in 2020 and changed a whole lot of things. In your own opinion, as an online business consultant, 
what are what are your thoughts do you think um the the impact of covid on businesses uh, do you think they are positive or negative what are your thoughts about the impact of um covid-19 on businesses as it, as it has to do with the online space yeah uh, thank you thank you for that for that question mr Emmanuel. Uh, so as uh, sad as it may sound uh, so i'll say for some people it was a blessing while for some others it wasn't because uh, let's not just go into details but for some people it was a blessing and uh, the truth is just like what you said a lot of people you know, we're skeptical about adopting new technologies, okay? They were skeptical about about change. And then the workplace was kind of more like toxic environment for some people who just want to work from home. People like me, I was employed then. I wanted to work from home, but then uh, they said, come to the office almost every day. And then COVID hit, I was able to work from home. We do meetings every Mondays and all that. Um, so I would say it was a blessing. It was a blessing, guys, because even a lot of people who uh, do not know how to use technology, mm -hmm. now we are now relying on these tools, you know, to carry out their day-to-day activities. Mm -hmm. You understand? People, people who ordinarily sit in their office, write, they want to organize meetings, they would like, you know, physical meetings and all that. But Zoom, uh, Google Meet, and every other uh, platform out there, you know, made it possible for them to you know, adopt the culture of utilizing some of this technology. So for some, for some people, it was an eye-opener that, oh, I can actually stay where, where I am and then have meetings with millions of people, right? Capture them at, at, at the same time, and then they are able to listen to me and all that. So I'll say the, the, those who, uh, who didn't handle this thing, um, uh, like they don't like the, the change entirely well because... For me, I still think that in Nigeria, fine, but in some part of the world, there's this, uh, there's this, uh, what's it called now? Uh, people are trying to, in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of connectivity. Uh -huh. Okay, we are, still, we are still struggling with with data. We are still struggling with uh, our networks and all that. So a lot of people need to, uh, our government needs to get it right when it comes to that. So people, we're not really receptive to it because of our network, all right, because of our network, even till now, not people are saying, no, they're not, not being very fast. Even if 5G is not fast. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Say, even, if, even if 5G network in Nigeria is abused properly, and I'm like, what is this? It's the same thing as the 4G we have. All right, it's the same thing as the 4G we have. Yeah. So, so, so COVID, COVID was a blessing at, at to, to the world, it was a cause. But in the online space, for some businesses, people were able to adopt these technologies to begin to do daily activities. Right. And then, you know, even those that never knew they could operate right. uh, mobile phones, right? Doing right? uh, something about Google Meet, Zoom, and all that, were able to adopt this new technology. And then it became the new normal, and everybody flew with it. That's it. That's it. And I agree with you because I one of the coaches in nigeria who recently relocated to the uk said that if not for covid that these mm. coaches wouldn't have relocated because covid sort of democratized a whole lot of things so they now understand that okay companies can still engage them 
and have them train their employees from any exactly. part of the world. Right? The so world. today exactly. you see them living abroad, like the UK, the US, Canada, and they still focus, everything they're doing is around the Nigerian market, exactly. just because exactly. of that. All right, so let's get into this part of the conversation. I right. hear, especially those of you that are in this online space, right? We're all here, but I mean, you, that is what you eat and drink, right? So you advise business owners to get websites for their businesses. You need to, if you are serious about running your business and growing your business, you need to have a website. Why is it that important that every business owner, no matter how small you are, should have a website? Okay, so thank you for that. Thank you for that question. Um, so here's the thing, here's the thing. Um, the need for every small business owners or entrepreneurs or top leaders or even organizations to have a website cannot be overemphasized. Uh, oh. The truth is it's, it's like your online office. So think of it in a way uh, such as, um, you know, you resume work by 9 a.m. physically mm -hmm. and they probably close by 4 p.m. or uh, 4 or 5 p.m., so even close by 6, and then you are off for that day. So assuming your phone, your phones, laptop, everything are kept in the office, and then someone is trying to reach you, you know, past uh, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., there's no way they can reach you. All right, but with a website, you are able to, to be omnipresent. Mm. All right, they can easily assess you. Mm. Um, they, can, they, can, they can check you up on Google, and they'll be able to see your website and then probably see a number to contact you on, uh, see a chat, your WhatsApp chat, all of these things. So it is very, very important that uh, we have, uh, you, as a small business owners, to have a website. Now, think of it, uh, if you remember, I think some, some years back, I think last year or so, I guess when uh, Instagram was down. Yes. All right. And people were trying to even 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 our normal WhatsApp was down, and we were trying to assess these platforms, and it wasn't going through. And people were anxious, especially those who end their living of these exactly. platforms. Grand. All right, all right, they were all they were all crying. Like, how do I get these things done? How do I how do I log in and all that? Now the truth was they were building a, a mansion, they were building their own community on top of another man's land. All right, so if you if they had that kind of website, that's why I love what Linda Keji did when she had that issue with Blogspot with Google. She quickly, you know, had her go and register her own domain hosting, and then she's transferring traffic to her own platform. Now she owns those people. All right, she owns them. So if you have a website and and probably your own Facebook ads or Instagram ads or YouTube ads, whatever ads whatsoever. And you are using social media as your uh, traffic source. Anytime they land on your page, you guess what? You own them for life. Mm. Anytime they click on your ads and then they land on your website, you own them for life. Because anytime you want to run a, a, an, a, an, an ad to this type of people, they will always see your advert. Right? They will always see your advert. So it is important that you have your own platform, all right? Have your own account. See, I can't preach this enough, all right? It's something I have said on my own podcast. I've said on some meetings I've attended. I've even somehow abused some business owners. Just go and get your own platform. And then use social media as a marketing channel, 
to bring people as a traffic source into your own website. So having a website in 2023 and beyond, to 2050, it is important. Great. Thank you, uh, Gift, for that. Now, when you say when people visit your website, you own them for life. Are there things you need to do first so that you will own these people for life, really? Or they just come in and that's it. You've just captured them. Are you supposed to have something like a form there that they will fill for you? Because of people that are watching this video and people that will still watch this video or listen to the podcast episode, right? What are the things they need to do so that they can effectively get hold of these people once they visit any of their web pages? Okay, two things are critical here, and two things you can do. Um, so I've, I I spoke about one why I was trying to explain. So number one thing you need to do is to make sure you have a pixel on your website. Now, what that pixel does is that for everybody that comes to your site, whether they contact you, they buy something from you, they view your product, they view your page, they chat with you online, mm -hmm. these pixels will capture the activity on your page. That's why I say you own them for life. And the second thing you can do, there's something we call um, a giving a bait, okay? Like you are giving them something in exchange for another thing. And it a has lead to be madness. a lead magnet, exactly. All right, so you provide something of value to them. All right, once they land on your page, you provide something of value to them. And if they download, before they download, of course, there's going to be an exchange. They either give you their contact, they probably give you their contact uh, details, phone numbers, names, and email. All right, so these three things are important, phone number, names, and emails, okay? Once you are able to get that, once you are able to get that, and then they download whatever uh, uh, lead magnet you put up there, your offers, it's fine. You can message these people, you can call these people, you can send them an emails. All right, all right, great, great. Now, we've been talking about businesses building websites. Of course, you've explained the importance of having a website as a business owner, no matter how small your business is, which part of it is that you have your own platform. You're not just focusing or um, basing your business on a rented platform. You have your own platform. Yeah. And even if yeah. Facebook, Instagram, or WhatsApp goes down today, you can still be in business, right? Which is great. Now, in Nigeria, as a growing country, you know, third world con country that we are, we're still growing. A lot of people are not comfortable with conducting transactions online because okay. of um, security issues, right? Now, what advice can you give business owners if you have any, right, top of your head? Is there anything business owners can do to encourage um, their customers to do transactions on their website? Is there anything they can do to make the experience? Because sometimes this thing happens as a result of bad experience, maybe the website is not done in the way that it is easy to navigate and get what you want. And so people get tired and go out of the website. So they just go in and bounce out, right? Is there anything you can give like an advice to these business owners to encourage these, their customers to actually go ahead and conduct transactions on their websites? Awesome. Uh, thank, thank you for that question. But, but here's the thing. So you can't, um, uh, there's this proverb they say that you can only take a horse to the stream. You can't force the horse to drink from it. So there are people even till now, okay, they still don't trust the internet, uh, the fintech industry, mm -hmm. trying to pay for something online using their debit card. I have 
have experienced that before. Now, here's the thing, and here's the two, uh, uh, the interesting thing to this thing. Uh, platforms like Flutterwave and Pacer. Now, they have said, if you don't want to insert your card details on my website, okay, you can do transfer. You can use USSD code. So they have provided options. All right, they have provided options for you to, to, to be able to receive funds from people who are not comfortable typing in their details on your website. Mm. Okay, so make use of those, make use of those uh, options right. that's being provided. Exactly. So just make use of that. Wow, great, great, great. So I, I, I think I understand what you're saying, whereby they will give you different options. I say, do you want to options. make that transfer? And they will give you temporary accounts for you to make transfer exactly. and exactly. immediately and you do what you want to do. I think that's, that, that's so, so nice. Okay, let me ask you something generic. What are the right. knowledge, the basic skills one should have? Because a lot of people or some of the people that watch this video are people that are probably getting online new. Um, they're just coming in, looking at what does it hold for us? How can we get started? What are the basic skills or the knowledge one should have? For example, I've been selling offline. Now, I want to get online. I want to enter into this online space. Since everybody is saying, come online, we'll make more sales. Where do I start from? Do I start from learning copywriting? Do I start with, with that skill? Where do I start from? Do I start from um, posting consistently online every single day, posting just to show my face every single day, or making videos like this one we are doing now, or live session like this one we are doing now? Where do you think the person should start from? Somebody who doesn't have audience online before, they're just getting into the space and they're just looking for how do I get started? What would be your advice to that kind of person? Okay, fine. So let me use, let me use my experience. Let me use myself as, uh, uh, as an example here. So if I were to start again in the online space, what are the tools or what are the uh, knowledge I need to have Right, just start bargaining millions. Here's the thing. Now I need to make a research on do audience research online. Okay. Right, it's different okay. between your offline marketing effort and then your online marketing effort. These things mm -hmm. are totally different, different thing. Okay, so do your audience research online. All right, which are which people would your message resonate with? Right. Uh, where are they? Who are they? What is it? so you can use a one man data and then create a model, uh, create a canvas, and then be able to ascertain who you are targeting. Now, yeah. if you identify these people, now you need to ask yourself, what skill set do I need to have to be able to get these people to know, like, and trust me? Because the online game is different from the offline game. I can come to your office today and then market a particular product to you, and if you like it, instantly you can pay. All right, but online it is not like that. Mm. People need to know, like, and trust you. They call it KLT. They need to know, like, and trust you. So you need to develop uh, uh, this rapport skill, being able to talk to people. And another thing you also need to, apart from posting on social media and all of that, you need to learn storytelling. Okay, what whatever skills you need to learn storytelling. And storytelling comes, you know, some people have it, you know, it is natural to them. Why some people struggle with it, but these things are skills. It means that 
they are learnable. Anything they call skills, you can learn it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can learn storytelling and you can also learn copywriting. Now, once you're able to identify these core things, all right, now go online. Get your Instagram page, get your uh, uh, Facebook page, make it a business account, and then post consistently. Now, posting consistently is not four content on Monday, four on Tuesday, four on Wednesday. No. Consistently to you could be that you post one post on Monday, and then on Wednesday you post one at a particular time, and on a Friday you post one, and then suddenly you post one. And then if you are able to keep it consistently like that, mm. okay, that's to me what I call consistency. So it is not all about slapping the social media page every day, I must post something, about, and then it is not valid. And then another thing you want to do is that learn to post valuable content. Now, valuable content, what sells most online right now? It's informational marketing, informational content, and educational content. All right, you need to educate your audience. If you are into real estate, you need to educate them on the particular uh, 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 title of land. All right, like, okay, one land in a bear, you sold, you sell, probably selling for three million. And then you, you being an expert, you survey that land, you'll see that, oh, it is uh, what this land required, the title that this land required is probably government content. So you'll be able to explain to them what government content is, all right? You come on Instagram, if it is live find, it is video awesome, if it is their test or audio, whatever means you want to pass that information, passes related to them. Educate these people, mm. okay? Educate them. Uh, um, land grabbers or monilers and the whatever you know try as much as possible to educate these people now it is at that point of sharing valuable content and you are consistent and also also as if you remember i've not even talked about tech skills because you don't even need all of those things to make money online all right you don't even need some of these things to make money, money on. online so online. if you constantly do some of these things also look for people who are in your industry who are probably doing the same thing you're doing Okay, you're probably doing the same thing you're doing. Go into their comment section and comment like somebody that has sense. Mm. All right, don't say, mm. Oh, nice one. Mm. Okay, don't say, Nice one, nice content. Ah, boss, you're enjoying life. Mm -mm. Something valuable. Something valuable, something that makes sense. Let that person see that. Who is this person that just dropped? Yeah. You know, this yeah, sensible comment. They want to check you out, and then once they check you out, already your own house is sweet, is welcoming. As they come, they see, they start. You know, there's these guys' uh, page I like going to. Uh, Oyekule, Oyek, I've, I've forgotten his full name. Oyekule Damola. So, is uh, uh, a is a, a digital marketer. You know, yeah, I just anytime I, I go to his page, yeah, anytime I go to his page, I just draw information. You know, I draw inspiration like that from all the content he's able to share. And I'm like, I know some of these things, but I'm also able to relate with the way it passes these values and information. So these are the things you want to do. Trust me, if you're able to do this thing consistently, like I said, it doesn't have to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Sunday. And you're able to dish out some of this content consistently. My brother, this guy is a stepping stone. Mm. All right? Mm. You, you, mm. Your, your phone, your phone will be ringing with bank alerts almost Almost every day, you'll be shocked. All right. Great. Thank you so much, <laughs> Gifts. It's been a wonderful time. Now, let me ask you my next question. 
do you recommend as an online business consultant do you recommend search engine optimization for businesses that are just starting out you know they're just starting out you know these are part of the people that that we are encouraged to build website now they have their own website do you encourage them to go into um seo now of course seo from what i understand takes a bit of time to gain traction unlike other things right but do you recommend that for small businesses to do okay okay so um yes it's me. my answer will always be yes whether you if you are still thinking of starting a business do seo if if you are in business all right do seo if you are planning to grow all right and establish yourself in the industry do seo do search engine optimization see there's nothing like there's nothing like being visible online all right and that's what seo gives you see even if it's just your name even if it's just your name optimize your name i was teaching at um, i think it was h it's a um, Avesta skills and acquisition program last mm. year. I call it um, it's a yes, I was I teaching web design. I was teaching web design. Is it Bagada? Yes, yes. Uh, they have Bagada. They also do at um, I think the Lekki branch too. So, so while I was there, I introduced myself as Gibsimi and all that. My world. and then one of them just went online, just typed Gibsimi. He said, "Hey, I say, hey, Coach Gibbs, I can find you online." I said, "Yeah." He said, "On Google." I said, "What did you say?" I just search for your name. Give Simeon. And I said, show me. And then he showed me, I laughed. And then he said, why did that appear first? I said, because I've optimized my name. Okay, so you can also optimize your business. See, simple thing you can do for, let me show you, let me tell you now. All right? Two things you can do rather. Go on Google. Go on Google. Search for Google profile, uh, Google business profile. You used to Google my business page before. Or you go to business.google.com, all right, and then sign up. It is free. Uh, Mr. Iman, let me shock you. Some few years back, some few years back, I think about eight or seven years, I can't remember precisely, I was squatting with a friend at um, somewhere in Aja, in Lagos. Uh, and then every time I'll come to, I'll come to, uh, what's that, uh, where Landmark is at Aja bus stop. Mm. Um, that complex there, all right? The shopping Ikota, complex, Ikota, complex. Ikota, Ikota shopping complex, yes. So I will come there, I will move around, and I'll be going into businesses, uh, you know, moving into shops and all that, I'll be greeting them, telling them what I do, and all that. So there was this day, I just the first time I tried it, I walked into, into a shop, they were selling some stuff, and then I noticed the mood in that office was not palatable. But guess what I did? I lightened up the environment, I started laughing. And they were like, her bros, what is making you to laugh now? I said, no, be this way on, on this day. I saw this one bench. And I started making jokes. Not expensive jokes, but normal jokes that everybody could laugh at. And then when I saw that, like 10 minutes or 5 to 10 minutes, their mood has been lifted and they were just smiling. And I had to pitch what I came, came for. Now, the owner was there. She was listening. But because I brought her for like 10 to 15 minutes, of course, you will know who is boss around there. And I was able to approach her because she was she was there there, and I told her, I said, "But if I search for your business right now on Google my business page, will I find you? Or will you have you search, even search 
on Google, will I find your business? She said, what is that? I said, it was the name of your business. I got her card and I typed it. She was nowhere to be found. Mm. And I said, okay. And I said, okay. And I'll I, 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 I specify my search, okay? She was selling this, um, what's it called? Decorators and all that. Uh, decoration, uh, as event planning decoration and all okay. that. So, so okay. what, what, what I did was to now search with what she was doing, okay? Um, I did um, event decorator, event decorator in a quarter shopping cobbler's Aja. That was what I typed on 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 Google. She didn't also her business did not pop up. And I told her, I said, man, you are missing and you are losing millions. She said, how? I said, do you know that? Do you know how many? I said, see, VGC is close by. So this is quarter shopping cobbler's. Do you know how many people do parties in this estate? Or how many of their children are wedding probably every Saturday? And they're probably looking for your service and they're not able to see. What they will mm. do is that they will now drive to uh, Lucky Phase 1 and Phase 2 to go and get vendors that can offer them this service. She screamed. She said, how can I help? I know this was this thing was free. I thought I'd give me 10,000. I'll do this thing for you. And then in one month, we'll be on Seven Google. years ago. So I'm telling you, and then said, you will be on Google. She said, well, she counted 10K and gave me. She gave me 10K. I registered her business and I said, okay, in the next 14 days, they will send you a postcard. It is what they do. That post, our postcard contains a number to verify your business online from Google. I said, once they do, please call me. And then once they did, she did call me and I came in and I was able to verify that. I took pictures and all others. And I said, okay, Mark, now search for your name online. She did search for her name. And everything popular. She said, Hey, I said yes. I said, So what you need then start doing is start posting on this platform your services. Take all these pictures, put their prices, put it online. You'll be shocked. After like three, three to four months, she called me back. She was saying thank you. Where can I so at that point I had I think I had moved from there to my I present really place care. right now. So 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 it is SEO is important to do it for your business. Optimize it. And another thing you can do if you're an individual, you're a freelancer, you're a consultant, you can also do this search on Google. Add a search for add me to Google. Add me to Google. So this is a good service for individuals. I think it's only available to people in Kenya. I think Kenya, um, Ghana, Nigeria, and India. If I'm not mistaken, these four countries. Okay? Add me to search or add me to Google. You'll see a card that will pop up. Just fill in your details. So that once somebody searches for you, that card will pop up, and then your Google profile page also will pop up if you optimize for Google My Business profile, and then for search admin to, to search. So it is very, the SEO ah, is important. Is, is important. Because you also need to know how people search online. You need to know search intent. There's something we call navigational search intent. There's something we call Transactional search engine. There's also informational search engine. Let me not go into SEO because I live on SEO. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me not go there. But if I will go, let's go up. something very technical. If, that if you ask me SEO any day, any time, I will. I, will. So <laughs> I can start from now to tomorrow. In a nutshell, you are saying that at least for business owners who might not have the money to invest, you know, into SEO, you can start with the free ones, which is that the free ones. Google, yes. Yes. Google My Business. You said they've changed the name. Hello? Have they changed the name? Is it still Google My Business? So it's called.
Google business profile now. Oh, Google business profile. So the person can yes. actually start with all those with ones. That. And um, as they continue to grow, they can now begin to invest money. Now, if the person begins to grow, right, and decide that, okay, I want to invest into this thing, how does it work? Just It's not like you give us a training. Um, I know that someone I spoke to, I, I think it was just a few months back, we were just discussing somewhere. He said that you can do something in your website, you can do outside the website. You know, that all those things you do, both in your website and what you do outside your website, will also contribute to, to your SEO strategies that will help you be more visible on Google, right? So what are some of those things, if you can give us little tips on how it works, you know, so that we can have the idea of how those things work. If we want to go into it, at least we will know what we are talking about if we are having a conversation with some people. I mean, some people watch this video, they might just reach out to you, but just in case, let's have that knowledge. Okay, um, so I'll just, because there's a, there's a lot of details of that, but I'm just going to break this thing down. So in SEO, we have uh, basically uh, four types of SEO, four types of SEO. We have on-page SEO, off-page SEO, technical SEO, and local SEO. Now, on-page SEO are the type of SEO you do on your website, all right? You optimize your brand for certain keywords to pop up, okay? Now, before you do that, you need to know search queries. You need to know what people are searching for. All right, so some keywords are negative and positive. Um, let me let me give you for instance. Somebody will be ranking for public ranking for the best the best uh, website designed company in Nigeria in Lagos, Nigeria. That's a keyword, and then I'll probably come up and say that's a positive keyword. I'll probably come up and say uh, uh, ten best ways or ten best uh, ways to identify as scammers in website design uh, industry. That is a negative type of keyword. Now, you you want to look at which one would resonate with you. Because, you, of course, you want to do business with um, website designers, and then you don't want to be scammed. All right? You might probably want to think to that. Let me even read this logic that um, website designers, what they use to scam people online. So these things are keywords. So you identify these keywords. Uh, and then put it on your page, optimize your, your heading tag, but let me not go into details, okay? Uh, optimize your website for such, such things. That's on-page. Off-page, just like you explained, uh, you said earlier, are the type of things you do, all right, outside of your website, outside of your domain, all right? You do them out, and then they positively impact your webs, your, your, your ranking on Google. Now, what are these things? These are like the, uh, using brand influencers, to promote a particular product or you yourself writing for PR, all right, publishing posts about your companies and like all articles. that articles on Facebook, on Instagram. You are not putting all the listings on your website, they are outside, all right, so driving traffic to your own uh, website. website. And then technical SEOs are some of the things that you need to take care of so that um, your website is fast, all right, the lifespan of every users or posted logging into a website now is between two to three seconds. Before now, it used to be, 20, it used to be eight seconds. So mm. a few years, I think five or four years ago, it was five seconds. Now it is two to three seconds. So your mm. website needs to load 
in two Very to fast. three seconds. If it doesn't load, people will just you know zoom as what well. so website is this. So there are basic tools that I've used to optimize that free tools. So if you are using WordPress website, I think I have short video. I have that video on my page. So if you are using WordPress website, content management system, what you can do is search for Nitro Park, Nitro Park, Nitro Park dot IA dot AIOS or IAF, I've, I've forgotten the name. But search for Nitro Park, or is a free plugins that can help you take care of that. All right, 10 web too. 10 web, 10 web at atim.com.net can help you take care of technical SEO in quotes. Also, uh, WP Rockets, uh, WP Rockets can also help. So I've mentioned like three plugins that can help you take care of technical SEO. The local SEO are just what we explained when I was talking about uh, Google My Business Profile. Optimize your content, uh, your business of Google My Business Profile. Mm. Get on uh, Yahoo, get on um, uh, Yahoo Yandex, get on uh, Yellow Pages, get on uh, directories in Nigeria. So if you go on Google search for local directories in Nigeria, you see a whole lot of them, all right? Um, uh, there is Let's Go Nigeria, there's Connect Nigeria, there's a Business List Nigeria, uh, we have um, uh, Nara Land, there's Nara Land, so many of them. So register on this platform, post valuable content on this platform, and then in turn, this platform will help you, they will favor you in the future. By the time people start searching for your content on Google, Great, great. But you see, Google, though, is the giant here. Google is the giant. Google is not the only search engine we have, right? But, I mean, that's what most people use. Does this and this part of the world is Google. Yes. Okay. What, all this thing we are doing works just for Google, right? No, it, works for all, it works for all search engines. For all search engines. It works engines. for all search engines. But, but in Nigeria... In Nigeria, if I say search for something, it's Google. It's Google. Google. Uh, so let's optimize for Google. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Now, let me ask you. So assuming I started implementing SEO strategies on my platform, is there a point I should get to? I can say, okay, at least I've gotten a lot of results. I can now, let me rest a bit. Then maybe I will start again. I will start implementing again. Does it work that way, or if you gain traction and you stop, the thing comes down? How does it work? Can you say something around this area? So, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, I, I've heard some people say they optimize their page, and then for like three years, and then they've not touched it, and it's still there. Now, the truth is, there are people that will get lucky, all right, because of the type of content they've been able to post mm. on their website over the years. All right, and then they've been able to get domain authority. All right, Google has placed such websites to be higher and above any other websites. Whether it is new, people are one million people are clicking to view that new website. As long as Google has identified that first uh, website as an authority in that industry, they will continue to you know they, to pull your website out for people to click for content and all that. Yeah, so I would not advise you stop SEO entirely, okay? I would not advise, uh, if you start with SEO, continue with it. Continue with it, okay? Sometimes you want to probably do SEO for, for six months, do it for one year, and then see if you're able to see the results. Identify. You know, this thing is just like you're running adverts. You're running ads, one advert, probably you're running two ad sets or three. One is converting, the other one is not converting. And you probably want to, you know, tweak one or two things. That's the way SEO works, all right? 
if you are getting results and you want to get higher results, you tweak something, all right, and then make it, you know, uh, suit, suitable for search engines to be able to pick this thing. So I wouldn't advise you stop uh, doing SEO. It's a continuous effort. If you want to be there, if you want to be there, check brands like Junior Koga. They do, they do SEO on their brand every day, every day. Jumia, Koga, they do SEO on their brands every day. Because so your competitors e are yeah. also bidding to overtake you as well. Of course, exactly. Of course. So, so why, why, why rest? Why relax on your laurels? You know, go with full speed and then make sure you, you're out there and you're up there. All right. Thank you. Um, gift. Uh, it's been a wonderful time. As we begin to wrap up, let me get your thought on this. Now, chat GPT a few months ago. Is it a few months? It came up and it was just crazy. Everybody is just crazy about it. The, the kind of things that platform can do. I mean, people are just shocked, can chat with you like human being. But that's not my question. My question to you is, do you think that, because Google is actually the giant, we all know, right? Do you think that that platform is a threat to Google? <laughs> you see, uh, this I, I, I've, been I've been skeptical to lend my voice to to this war between Chad, uh, GPT and and Google. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Have you ever thought of where this AI are getting their content from? Yeah, I thought about it. I say, where are they getting it from? And they don't give credit. A guy was talking about it on Facebook one day. He said, "This life." The way he put it is that this life no balance. So this these guys are using people's content, you know, to do whatever they do without giving anybody credit. Maybe at the back end they have they have a way they refine it and but still, I know it is from Google, those things are coming from. That is it's it's from there. It's from there. So so Abatibu, do you do you have you ever sat and say, where is this content coming from? Because the truth is even if you have one million people behind ChatGPT and you say anytime they, you click for something, something will pop, it's a lie. It is content that has been in existence on Google. Some of them are even dead. They are on one billion uh, page buried on yeah. Google. And then ChatGPT is bringing them out for people to, to consume. All right, for people to consume and all that. So I, I, for me, I think Google will still be there. Now, I, I, I just think these are two different tools. To yes. yes. ChatGPT is there to help lazy people get work <laughs> done faster. Truth. Lazy people get work done faster. I've used it. I, see, the first time I used it, I was happy. I said, finally, I can do copywriting myself. All right? And be able to tweak one or two without racking my head or giving out to somebody. But to me, that is laziness, okay? And then, and then you want to think of, is this uh, platform out there? Is it taking away people's job? I don't, I don't think it is. It's just a human behind that's taking away people's job. So Google will always remain Google, except they decide to key themselves. All right? Except they decide to... By the way, I think I read something online that Google too are coming with their own. Yeah, they are building AI. something. Yeah, they are building something. So, so it's going to be massive. So it's going to be massive. So I think Google still plays important role in our life in Nigeria, yeah, in Africa. So probably if I'm in US or Dubai, 
or UK. I probably have a different view. But in this third world that we are in, let me borrow my boss um, in this journal video. In this third world <laughs> that we live, yeah, Google is still the yeah, boss. The big boss, yeah. Because I, I mean, I was thinking about it. Where are they getting their content from? What if Google back and block the whatever they block, do and you no longer block them? And you no longer get stuff from there. But then, on the other hand, if they block them, you know, they are not the only, they can be popularizing unpopular um, search engine, um, search, what is it called now? Search engines, right? Because if they block them, they'll decide to switch to maybe Bing or whatever, you know, to use them. And so that will make a lot of people to move into that particular platform. But I know Google is not sleeping. They are, they are doing something. Just yeah. like Mark Zuckerberg. You know, any platform that comes up, um, Facebook will watch the platform. If they cannot buy you, they will copy your unique. They copy you. Yes, just exactly, copy yes. the biggest feature and put inside their own. So you will still be in business, yeah. but they will maintain that top number one platform in the world. Right? That's what I know. Mark Zuckerberg does so well. And I, I, so I, I well, believe yeah. that's what Google will do and keep ChatGPT one side while they remain the giant. All right. Thank you so much, um, Gift Simeon. It's been a wonderful time. You've shared a lot for free. I have to mention that you shared a lot. But I want us to do something we did not do. We're supposed to do it from the beginning. Thank you for listening to this episode. My name remains Emmanuel AGK, your friend and your host. I really hope this episode was valuable to you. Let's meet in the next episode. Bye.